Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Yes, 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 yes. It's another edition of Heart of a Husker. And joining me today from Heart of a Husker is two legends of the game. Two legends, two coaches, uh, two guys that I respect a ton. Kenny Wilhite, Johnny Mitchell. I'm going to start with you, Kenny. Kenny, how is things going out there in South Dakota? You're getting ready for your first football season, head coach. How is it? But you gotta, yeah. You're hey, sorry about that. You got me now? Yeah. Yeah. We just got off the field. We had to have a late practice indoors because they were so worried about the heat. So, uh, you know, Coach Sam's always told me the great ones adjust. But the kids were focused. I think they're locked in, ready to go, and it was good. It was good practice. You mean to tell me y'all didn't go outside in that heat? No, I wanted to. I worked in the heat, man. I, listen to me. So I got to the, I got to the office and I sat in my car with the windows up with my sweat jacket on and a sweatshirt just to get a sweat since we couldn't go outside. No AC, hey, just the windows listen. up, getting a sweat in. Hey, in, in South Dakota, man, it's a beautiful place. I used to take my family there. It's a beautiful place, man. I'm proud of Jay, you. I'm proud of you, man. I appreciate you, brother. Hey. First and foremost, man, let me say hi to my brother, Jay Mitch. What's up, man? <laughs> it's a blessing, man. Every day you count your blessing. You stay on praise mode, you know, prayer mode all the time. And just be grateful for every day when all your peers is falling around you. You just be grateful day in and day out, man. But uh, Captain Rob, man, told me that you was doing your thing. And I'm so proud of you because... I bumped into you a couple of times there at the stadium and I, you are like the bloodline through that program. I'm very disappointed that you're not, you know, in the Husker it, around that facility. They need someone with your knowledge, with your recruiting touch, with the things that you've built for so long. I'm very disappointed that you're not there, man. I And that's the thing I don't like about when they come in with new regimes. It's such a nepotism. They bring all their buddies. They get rid of the guys like yourself that should be still there. So I'm a little bitter about that. But besides that, man, I'm just grateful to be a part of, you know, such a beautiful show you guys got tonight. Hey, Jay Mitch, bro, I appreciate it, man. I just it's, – it's in God's hand. And uh, like you said, you know, when, it, when there's a new guy, he wants to bring his guys, and and I told him I said, hey, you know, I appreciate you. I wish you well. And uh, and my, my my main thing was my focus when I while I was there was our university, you guys when you came back, and all the other former players, and then those kids in that locker room. That was my main focus, man. And uh, I, I can't complain. I had a great nine year run. Now I'm doing something I truly love to do. That's uh, mold young men, make them better people, make them better versions of themselves. And I get to coach football, something I, I've, I've loved doing. And, uh, and and then wherever God takes me after this, he'll take me, brother. Yeah. Kenny, what what are you, what are you, what, what's your base offense? What you running? 
we're going to run some RPO stuff. I mean, I kept the offensive coordinator. He was, he was here. Uh, he's been here. He played here. I interviewed him, and I told him basically, I said, hey, you know, this is your school. Uh, I, I want to work with you. And he showed me what he wanted to do, and I, I tweaked some things. But we're going to run some RPO stuff. We got some really good skilled guys, and our quarterback is really good. So I'm going to let him do his thing. And I told him if I, if I have to tweak it, I'll tweak it. But other than that, RPO, uh, get our quarterback out of the box a little bit, let him be an athlete. Our skill guys are really talented. We just don't have enough big guys. And on defense, we're going to run a 3-3-5. Our D-line coach, listen to me. Hold on. Keep your shirt on, VJ. Keep your shirt on. <laughs> Keep your shirt on. Hey, hey, Mitch. Coach Mitch, he said a 3-3-5. Three, three, hey, yeah, you uh, better have some speed there. So he got it. But he, you know what he's doing? He's basically adapting his defense to his talent. So that's there smart, you Coach. Go. Okay. And so – our skill guys are really, really good. Um, we got two decent D linemen, but our skill guys can run. Our, our, we have a guy that plays the star position. He's like a roamer. He's an athlete. He's the best player. So I just told him today, if you do and play within the confines of the defense, you're gonna have some, you're gonna have some numbers. So uh, he, he's a coachable kid. But then again, the, the two corners and the other two safeties are talented too. So we're doing what we have. We're we're playing a scheme that we have the talent for. Well, you okay, know, so, Mitch. Yeah, you brought you brought up nepotism, <laughs> and uh, I think it it, it it rules all sports. No, that's I know, what, but I think no, it's good. I know. I want I want to read before we say something. I want to read this though. I want to okay. read the definition first. Nepotism: the practice among those with power or influence. A favorite relative, friends, associates, especially by giving them jobs. Is that what's happening in college football today? Well, um, yes. Um, you, you see it across the country. Guys hiring their sons. Their sons. Tell wait. Go ahead. Their sons, their, their uh, son-in-laws, their nephews. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I saw it in Nebraska. Yeah, and again, sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing because now you're putting yourself in a situation. And I don't want to talk about a, a school just east of here, but uh, you know that school where now you put yourself in a situation where it's hard to fire that person. You know what I mean? So, so it, let me a, give you the go ahead. Let hey, me Mitch, go ahead, brother. I'm about to hit home right there in the Big Ten. So I was an All-American, of course you know. I played one position called tight end. I know it like the back of my hand, right? So you mean to tell me John Harbaugh, head coach of Michigan, wouldn't give me that job and I wouldn't do a better job than his son? Listen, man, NFL, college football, there's an old saying. It ain't what you know is who you know. You said it. And, Kenny, you shouldn't be in high school. You should not be. You should be over there in the big red locker room. You should be helping them young kids. You need to – look, who are we going to teach them the history and, you know, the value of what a Husker really is? You getting people coming in just for checks 
And Trev know better. Trev, you know better. And we you we all used to fight out there in practice. You know, Kenny. We made each other better. We came from all over America. Yeah. And we helped brought Dr. Tom his first national championship. And that's what started to run. I think uh Captain Rod, you guys finished it off. But we've been in the dark ages. I'm sick of these. Man, okay, go ahead. Just go. I promise you, I'm gonna be cool. Right. I'm gonna be cool. Go but, ahead. But Johnny, you make some value, you make some valuable points. Kenny was Kenny, you was at the University of Nebraska for nine years. Of those nine years, how many did you actually get to coach? The last three months of my the last three months of my nine years. I mean, and so for me, a guy that has played played on a professional level, knows the history, one of the baddest corners to put the pads on in Nebraska, yet we stick him he up had that shifty. office. He was shifty, man. He had the he had that shiftiness. Hey, man, listen. Go ahead. Hey, 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 So I, I gotta tell this story, bro. I gotta tell this story. Tell it. I probably won't remember it. I know you won't. I know you won't. Bershawn. <laughs> So I'm back home in St. Louis. As you know, I got shot the summer between junior college and Nebraska, right? So my mom brought me up early. So I go up to the stadium, seven on seven. I'm sitting in the bleachers in the southwest corner. Remember those bleachers used to be under the southwest corner? Yeah. And the south and the north and the uh, southeast corner. So I'm sitting in those bleachers. All I heard is, hey bro, give me the ball. Give me the ball, right? So you know where the locker room door was, right? Yeah. It was on the southeast corner. But we always came out the, 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 the tunnel on the, on the southwest corner. Yeah. So I, I'm sitting on those bleachers, and I turn around. This dude, Johnny Mitchell, running out there with his shirt off and just his shorts. And he's talking about throw me the ball. I'm like, ain't that a D lineman? Right? Dude, listen to me. Man was built like a Greek god, right? So VJ, I'm like, he's saying throw him the ball. VJ, somebody threw him the ball. He caught it. Threw it 60 yards with his right hand. They threw it back to him. He threw it 60 with his left. I'm like, oh my god. Wow. I'm like, I'm listen to me. I'm five eight. 170 soaking wet. And I said, if this is a tight end, I got to get my button in the weight room. Hey, hey VJ, I, I will never forget that. I will never forget that. Did y'all ever, ever, ever meet? Like, no. 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 Really? The only, time, only time we had to go against the big guys was the O-line pullers. Yeah, I fought with you know who I fought a lot. Me and Trail fought a lot. He fought with the D line a lot. Yeah, I fought with the D line a lot. And Trail, Trail, Mike Crow, who was it? Uh, Travis Hill, me and him. I I fought more Travis Hill than anybody. I don't know. Travis had it out for me. I wonder what he's doing. He he had it out for me. Go ahead. Travis passed away. He passed. Yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. 93. Yeah, he passed away. That's okay. 
You didn't know. You didn't know. Yeah. But you know, hey, BJ. Another thing. Another thing that I want. I want. I want to talk about is how when I saw this man come back, Dennis, and then brought him back to get his degree. Couldn't have been more happier. Yeah, and, man. And, and I, I tried. I, I tried my best to get him on the field. But this you know is what, what here's what I'm gonna ask you, Kenny. So you have the legend because I'm I'm bummed when he told me he had came back. I'm bummed because we didn't run into each other, and I would love to have done that. But you need to tell me that the legend that that is Johnny Mitchell was back, and did he he didn't get a chance to talk to the team, rap with the team. No coach come to practice and help out. Well, he he could have came to practice, but you played with Scott Frost. That no, was, it was before yeah. Frost. That was before Scott. That was, was Riley. Riley. Oh, Coach Riley and I talked. And I yeah, talked to those I, guys. And I I tried to educate them on every alumni that came to the door, and he reached out, and I talked to them on his behalf. But yeah, Riley wanted you his sure guy. You sure? You sure he did? And that's the Yep, and, you know, and uh, you was telling me er earlier, Captain Ra, you was telling me about the tight end coach. You know, he got caught with a DUI. Well, uh, Coach Williams, the wide receiver co coach that's coaching right now. Matter of fact, I'm watching him right now with the Baltimore Ravens. He 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 got a job. Jay Mitch in the basement sitting with his foot up. Saying, man, I would like to coach, but I, listen, you know, I've been out the country for so long that I lost touch with a lot of people. And when you lose touch, people don't know you. They don't trust you. They, they won't most of the time give you a chance yeah. to trust you. Like right now, I'm good friends with Prime in Colorado. Before he got the job, 2014, 15 I said, Coach. Well, he wasn't Coach. I said, Prime, man, hook your boy up, man. Seriously, you know anyone that you could help me? Because he was with the NFL Network. And Prime was like, no, man, I can't. You know? And Boomer Sison. Boomer, hey, man, Jay Mitch, here's my number. Call me. Call him. No, man. Listen, that's been the experience of since I've been back trying to connect with people. But a lot of times they already got their guy. And that's why we talked about nepotism. It's all over. Like Gruden, John Gruden. Take John Gruden. His son, you know, was the strength and conditioning coach there in Washington with the Redskins with his uncle, Jay Gruden. And the hardball boys. Man, I could go down the list. Uh, listen to this. This going to blow you away. Right now, there's over 100 related-plus coaches in the NFL. Right now, they all connected in some way. Married a, 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 a wife, sister, or a cousin, or family right now. So how are we going to get a chance to be in that? You know, Kenny, man, go ahead and take it from now. I don't want to go in depth, but I'm trying to. I promise Captain Rob not going to say names because I'm quick to say it, and I don't want to do that. I want to show 
to be positive. So, again, this profession is who you know. Um, sometimes, like you said, you've been out of the country. But people always told me, reach out to people just to say hi, see how the day going, and wish them luck. To keep your name fresh in their head. Right. Like you said, they will forget about you. Yeah. And I mean, some people, when they get that power, you don't exist to them. You, you, <laughs> you, you could be their buddy, good friends. But some people, when they get that power, they flip the script on you, you and they act like they don't even know you. Trust me, one of my so called good friends that played line for me when I was in junior college, he became a head coach and pretty much gave me the highs, but that means gave me the stiff arm. So, uh, you should be in college, man. Kenny, man, seriously. Not Listen, your experience around, you know, recruiting, coordinating, and knowing how the lifeline, the flow, the type of athlete you should be looking for, kids coming out of high school, they had a lot of confidence in you, confidence in you. You know, you was like someone that a lot of the kids that came to Nebraska was be only because of you. Yeah. Because of you. Yeah. And, and, you should not be in South Dakota as a head coach as a head coach. You should be somewhere in the Big Twelve, the Big Ten, NFL. If listen, man, if Coach Williams could be in the NFL. With three DUIs, you can be in there. And he's still coaching. So what club he belongs to? Oh, I gotta stop. I was see, I, I got I gotta stay surface. I gotta stay on the surface. Well, Sorry well Kenny, I wanna say me. this though. I wanna say this though. Because you know, I was I was there, I was kinda doing some of the things that Kenny was doing, but Kenny, you've been there with, with different regimes, right? Yeah, you you kind of went from you you kept you caught bowls last year. Yes, you caught bowls last year to Riley to Frost to. That's it. No, 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 to Mickey. Yes, yes, yes. Give me some differences. All I mean, I mean, of those of that time because you said. I didn't coach until the last three months of my career. What was some differences and what was the problem with you coaching? Like what was, because when I was in recruiting, it was you work in recruiting. You don't need to be on the field until you get off of work at 530. Like it was a regular job. I'm the biggest blackest dude sitting up in the recruiting office, 245 pounds, and I can't go to practice at all. So give me your give me your take on regimes just quickly if you had to sum it up in a nutshell. Well, I was only with Bo from March of 14 till he was let go uh November of 14. But it, it was probably the best time there for me. Um as a, as in, in the recruiting office, but felt like I was part of the, the, the family. Um because there was a lot of guys on staff that I worked with for previously with Barney Cotton, Jeff Jamrock, Ross Hells. So I GA for them at New Mexico State. 
Yeah, I GA for them at New Mexico State with, with Coach Samuel. So I was familiar with those guys. So I felt part of that family. Uh, when, when Riley took over, I mean, I thanked him again for keeping me, but some of the coaches made me feel at home. Some of them made me feel like an outsider. But again, my main focus was the brand, the brotherhood, and the kids in the locker room. I wanted to be there for them because I knew it was going to be a rough roller coaster ride with the difference of culture philosophies where Bo was a in-your-face kind of guy, but he would put his arm around the kids, where Riley was a more lenient coach, and the guys knew that, and they tried to take advantage of it. So what I tried to tell them to do was, listen, bro, you got to play for each other. You have to. You got to play for the brand. You have to play for the guy to your right, guy to your left, and the guys that came before you and the guys going to come behind you. That's what I preached every day. And then with, when in, in Frost's era, I, 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 I'm going to be honest, I felt like an outsider. Um, felt like an outsider. That's, how? How is that possible? You guys share something in common that Riley and Bo, these, that, they was outsiders. How is that possible? And then I picked up on the fact you said, well, guess what? I only coached the last three months. I know the, the two words, MJ or Mickey Joseph. Yes. That's so, the only, you know, and that's ridiculous, man. Go ahead, finish. Go, go. Under Riley, under Riley, Mark Banker and Trent Bray actually interviewed me uh, for the defensive back job. We did an informal interview, and I told him, I said, hey, I don't want it. Just I'll interview for it. And and I'll show you guys what, what I know. What, what, for what position? The defensive back job. Why so, didn't you want that? I wanted it. So here's the deal. When it came open, I I I I, I talked to Riley, and he told me flat out, "You'll get a shot." And then when it came open, I didn't get a shot. It came open twice, and I didn't get a shot. He decided to go. Nepotism, the, the subject we on. Let's to go. stick to that. Yeah, go ahead. Who who did he go with, Coach? Who did he go with? He uh, so there was a guy named Charlton Warren who was the defensive back coach under Bo Pelini. He stayed until signing day. He left, and then that's when Riley said I'd have a shot at. It. But he decided to go with. Uh, oh my God, Byron Stewart. Who's a Cowboys defensive coordinator? Uh, and then after he let he got let go, he went with um, the guy that's at USC now because he was a, a recruiter, Dante Williams, so-called uh, mm -hmm. uh, West Coast recruiter. So mm -hmm. he went with Dante Williams, and then uh, then again Frost came. Wow, man! I tell you what, man. The work you put in should be rewarded. You should be the wide receiver coach. I mean, uh, Matt Rule just hired some 23, 24-year-old kid. How could you not be the wide receiver coach? You're just as good on offense as you are on defense. See, this is Go Jay ahead. Is so so wait, wait a minute. Wait I know minute. that, but hey, I need to expose it. Jay Mitch needs to expose it. Go ahead. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going to put a thumbtack in that. I got to throw it to break. Oh, okay. we, hey, but listen, when we get back, let's get into it. Let's no dig doubt. a little bit. Let's dig.
We don't, we right. got nothing to lose, baby. We refuse to lose. Husker Power is in the building. No, no doubt. We'll right back. <laughs> we are back again, part of a Husker. I'm with three Husker legends, including myself, Kenny Wilhite, and Johnny Mitchell. You know, you guys were guys when I was 16, 17, 15, 16, 17. I was watching y'all. I was Johnny Mitchell. I was, I'm telling you. I, I used to hit like Kenny Wilhite. I'm telling you. I used to wonder to myself, Kenny, but this big. <laughs> That's what it looked like on the field. I but, was. But, I but was. the heart, I always saw the heart in it. I'm like, you look at this little dude out here mixing it up, banging. You don't see that anymore, and you can't teach a dog to be no dog if you ain't no dog. So, Absolutely. Let me ask you a question, Kenny. Let's say Mickey got in, didn't get in the intro, right? That, that all that stuff didn't happen, right? Would he have been the receivers coach? It would have been up to him and Coach Rule. I don't think so. No way. No way. Haven't beaten Iowa in so many tries. What you guys did, Kenny, and way the guys was playing for you. What you were squeezing out of those kids mentally and physically, and you pulled that, you know, I ain't gonna say the Houdini, we we expect to beat Iowa, but you guys do it, and then not even seven to nine days. No, 12 hours. It wasn't, 12 even, hours. It wasn't even 24 hours. 12 hours. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah he, we, he, Mick didn't get 24 hours. We, 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 we didn't get off the plane fast enough. We didn't get off the plane uh, long enough for, for, for that to happen. And, and to, to, to piggyback what you said, you, I, I, I mean, to watch what Mickey did, along with Coach Bush stepping in in that role that what he did, and not just them, but most of the guys on the staff, but the way the kids – bought into Mickey's philosophy and coaching style and holding them accountable. I think those kids had been hungry for that, but they also had been hungry for a guy that really genuinely cared about them. And was straightforward and, and honest. Was, and was straightforward and honest with them. That's what they were missing. So that's why he got what he got out of them on, 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 on every week, on week to week. And, you know, we, we didn't win as many games as we as we should have or we could have. But for him to do what he did with those kids, uh, I mean, my hat's off to him again. Mickey's like a brother to me. Uh, we were teammates. Of course, you were, you were on the team with us. Uh, yeah, I'm sitting here right here. Hey, Kenny, I'm sitting here watching Eric B. Enemy. Remember we played against him? He the OC. His, his offensive coordinating skills look good. He got like 17 points out of Sam Howell in the first half. That's opportunity. Yeah. But if you look up his tree, there's no connection. There ain't nope. no nepotism around him. Nope. That is why they always scrutinizing him, and they want to lift up other guys that get paid under the table. And then Nebraska go in the dark ages. So it's clear why we're not winning. It's too much. And Trail know better. They Listen, they prepped Trail at uh, UNO. Trail was prepped to bring in a tribesman, Trail. Listen to me. 
You supposed to brought in a tribesman like Mickey, Kenny, or someone that knows that program that was around it when we had winners. Now you bringing in snake oil salesmen and you're going to lose your job behind someone that he did con the damn Panthers. In my Calm I down, the Johnny. Calm I'm down, sorry. Johnny. I'm Take sorry. Deep breath, I'm Johnny. Sorry. Okay, okay. Man, and again, again, and let, this, let, let, let me let me let me say let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this. I'm sorry about that. Over over under that we win four games. Over under. I'ma say under. Ooh. I'ma say under. Why? Unless you have a quarterback that is like a Lamar Jackson that can fix so many problems, you might not even win two games. Because I'm telling you right now, that second game against Colorado, which I can't stand Colorado, but I love my boy Prime. Man, he got a son. Now, one of them, it may be some nepotism in the secondary, Shiloh. But that doggone uh, Shadur, that Joker, that Joker threw over 70 touchdowns. I, I'm going to make a prediction. He's going to lead all college football, no matter what, you know, black college, white college, and all JUCO. You, I don't care what you say. He's going to lead with most touchdowns this year. Y'all think y'all can laugh at it now? No, 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 no. Hey, hey, everybody's entitled to voice their, what they think. Thank you. you. Thank you. Hey, hey, listen to me. I'm not laughing at you, but. You know there's a Heisman Trophy winner back at USC, right? And I saw him together at the Pac-12 press conference. And, and he kept looking upside. Shadur's, what he bought, man, Shadur got some dogs. Shadur got some dogs. I'm talking about some guys can take some slant, take it to the house. Now, I don't know how he, he's a, he's a warm climbing kid. I don't know how he's going to play when it gets cold. I Kenny, you. you know, we oh, played yeah. in the game. We went up there, Kenny. It was like the third coldest in the history one year. I, I and I and you know how crazy I was. I had no shirt under there. I ain't cold. I ain't cold. I damn near died on that bus. Hey, 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 Vershawn, Vershawn, I told him you are black. You better put a sleeve on all of you those days. <laughs> yeah, but hey, hey, you we played on the offense, so it, you couldn't yeah. wear no sleeve if you was on the offensive side of the ball. What no sleeve, but BJ. It was so cold up there in '91, so bro. But the it good thing, so though, they—he's gonna—he's gonna experience that at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he might—he might be able to get acclimated to it. It's whether or not when he take that hit when you cold. There you go. Right? Can that, you recover from that? That them, them things sting. Hands they cold. Sting. They sting. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, he's. So that's the only way I could see it could slow him down. But hey, man, TCU, I'm telling you right now, TCU, I think I think they're gonna beat them and they're gonna beat them big. They're they gonna, gonna beat TCU by they 21 17. point dogs. That, no, it's gonna flip it. I believe they're gonna beat TCU by the day. TCU lost their starter quarterback and they lost most of their players. And I don't care what you did last year. It's what have you done for me lately. Drew. And I'm telling you, they went in that transfer of the 
They got a running back. That joker remind me of Barry Sanders. Y'all, they ain't showing y'all him. They man, let me be they quiet. Keep, they keep they keeping them here. They keeping them here. They keeping a lot of them guys here. A lot of them. A lot. And you know we big red till we die. I told you after what they did to Mickey, I took my big red emblem off my damn gate. And then Captain Ross said, man, go put that back on. I said, man, you right, boss. Boss, you right. Like they said, when Devo come, I be quiet, but he go, <laughs> I put it back again. I put it back again. <laughs> but that Boy, broke my heart. What, Boy, yeah, I know. Really? I know, man. What they did to Mickey, that broke my heart. I Mine never too. recovered from that. Too, I never recovered. It broke my heart, man. And uh, it was, I could see somebody coming from another college doing it to him. But not one of our own, not one of our own. So, you know, Kenny, like I said, there's no way you should have left Nebraska. There's certain guys Trev should have fought for. See, I don't have no skin in the game. And like you said, man, and peace. And my heart goes out to Travis. You know what I'm saying? I never knew that. But I'm going to tell you something. You know, there are certain things you don't do. You take care of your own. And, Kenny, I'm very disappointed. I really thought I was going to see you in the next couple of weeks on that sideline because you earn the right, you have the maturity, and you know what it is. You've been on the Dr. Tom. You know what it is to be, you know, a true Husker. Not none of this fake stuff, winning press conference with words, wordologists. I'm sick of the talk. I'm sick of the talk. And then – I was the one used to teach that damn Scott Frost how to play cornerback and spent years out there uh, with, the with the Jets, man, the trying Jets. to teach him how to cover, spending summer and spending my time. And I pick up the phone and call. He don't even pick up. Man, I'm through with that, man. Throwing I'm through with that. And he got exactly what he deserved. I'm sorry. What you Trey, mean? What? He got what? 16. Hey. He got sixteen million dollars. What you mean? But, he got more listen, than that, player. That? He got. Listen, he got more than that. Listen, I know, but I, I'm saying. Can I tell walk you? Away. Can I tell you something? I'm a. I'm. I'm a share this. this. You know, I go spiritual on you in a heartbeat. And I and, and I might you know switch the subject, but I'm gonna tell you something. You guys knew I was a Jets first rounder, and that money does not cover. What's inside a man's heart? He might got 35, 40 million, but he's probably could be coked up somewhere, knocked out, drunk. You don't know. He could be beating his wife, getting off with it, abusing his family. I'm not saying he's doing it, but I'm talking about what men do that don't have God in their heart. So having a lot of money with no character with, you know, just being a slickster, you know, a snake oil salesman that speak good, don't look straight in the camera when you're talking to the fan base, you know what I'm saying? And the results are what he deserves. You know what I'm saying? And it's nothing personal, but a man that don't keep his word, that don't take care of his true family, like Kenny, now there's no way Kenny should have said out of all the coaches, the one that didn't treat him was a was an insider, not an outsider. That breaks my heart. And I'm sure 
what he got in reputation, he deserves it. And I don't think he'll ever coach again because kids can see through the BS. And see, Kenny, I saw you, man. You love them kids, man. You love them kids. You went and sit in their living room. You talked to their parents. Their parents listened to you. You you did you did everything. I know your mother is proud of you, man. I lost my mother when I was in Nebraska, and it broke my heart. Yep. And I just want to say, man, I pray to all you mothers out there. But, man, I know she's proud of you. I'm just remembering a story. You said you was in the stands with your mother, you know, spending time with you, man. But what Trev did to the guys, having his own boys, nepotism, paying guys that wasn't even on the payroll, misusing funds in Nebraska, giving people jobs they didn't deserve. God don't like ugly. And I'm sorry, man. He deserved it. And you know what? I'm sorry, Captain Ra. I have to say it the way it is. He could probably wake up tomorrow and change his life. But what he did to our program, he took us in the dark ages. The only good thing he did was allow Mickey Joseph a national winning title for LSU. The guys, hey, hey, Nebraska fans, did y'all know Justin Jefferson that you love in Minnesota? That's Mickey guy. Hey, you like Jamar, Jamar Chase? That's Mickey guy. The, the starting running back in a, a Everett Hilaire? That's Mickey. Man, listen. You, left, you got you left out one. Up. You left I out probably, one. Trey I left Palmer. out a lot. Trey Her, who? Trey Man. The rookie Trey with the Bucks. He balling. Man, God, you see that heartbreaking, man. Go ahead, man. I done said too much. Well, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I'm just I'm, – I'm happy that you guys are here that we actually can get our stories out and we can get what, from our perspective, you know, what's going on. Kenny, you didn't ask that question. Four and eight, over, under. With the scheduling right now, I'm giving them five. I'm giving them over. I'm giving them over. Okay, so now, now, if we if we go somewhere in between, that that's four and eight. So if you go, think about this. When Mickey took over, what was our record? One and three? Yeah. Okay. But we ended the season four and eight. Right? Yeah. So do you think four and eight is a successful season? No. No, by no means. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. They should be above 500. So, I would hope so. So six and six, seven and five, bowl eligible. Okay. It seems like they will win the non-conference scheduling games, non-Big Ten opponents. So what games of the four you said? I I don't I think they're gonna get embarrassed by uh Colorado. Okay, really? that's what oh man. Tell what? me they scheduled the first four games. The first I'm game is Minnesota. You. The first game is Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, that, Minnesota. That's, a, that's, a, that's a loss. Go ahead. Give me the next one. So you're saying they're going to start 0-2 because they got Colorado next. They're they going to start 0-2. Well, then, they you got North, then you got – don't you got North Dakota? Is it North Dakota? Or? Which, are no. they the one who be winning all the time or is it South no, Dakota? No, that's North Dakota State. Oh, okay. No, they might win that one. Okay, so they won in two. What's the what's the fourth one? 
VJ, you got it on LA your phone? I'm, I'm getting it right now. Because you got LA Tech. That's the fourth game. Who? It's FCS. LA Tech. Louisiana Lock Tech. Louisiana Tech. Oh, that's division a loss. They not that's FCS. A loss. They division one. That's, that's a loss. That's a loss. And then up next, you got Where are they playing them at? At home. At home. Oh, no. Okay. So they'll go two and two. Okay. So the fifth game is who? Fifth game's number two, Michigan. Oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Lord. That means Harbaugh is coming back. Oh, my God. That's in Lincoln, too, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's a home game. Yeah, that's, a home. yeah that's gonna be a tough one. No, tough. Come on, man. Just tell it straight what it is. All it's right. a it's a it's a, a capital L. So that's 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 going and it ain't Lincoln. It ain't Lincoln. So you say they're gonna be two or three after five. Absolutely. Illinois at Illinois. Oh, they lose it. They lose it that one because that coach there, he's probably one of the most improved coaches. Man, he took over. He he cleaned up Lovey Smith's mess. So that's two and four. Yeah, they lose to Illinois. Go Take ahead, give it. Okay, then you got Northwestern at home. The three, they three, three and four. four. Three and yeah, four. Yeah, they they win in that one. Northwestern's in shambles. That's three and four. Okay, then you yep. got Purdue at home. Uh, With a new coach, they four, lost four, the quarterback. They four, lost four. the quarterback. Yes. Yeah, they yes. make they, they make a win that one. Because they four, lost four. They, and he's balling too. That quarterback for Purdue, that joke is balling in uh with the Raiders. Am I right? He with the Raiders. He looks he's good. That. He's but gonna he make good. it up there. They talking okay, so big four and four. Yeah. Who's next? Okay, so now you got you gotta go to the woodshed, Michigan State. Uh, oh, that's a loss. Four five. Yeah, they losing to Michigan State. No, they losing that one. Okay. Well, you know what you know what's crazy though? Alante Brown. We had we 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 had Alante Brown is starting at Michigan State now. Starting. Does that, does that surprise you? No. Okay. All right. Hey, four or five next. All right. So now we got Maryland at home. Oh, with Tua Tonga by Lord, bro, little brother. Oh, they we, man, that <laughs> that might be a while. That's four That's a while. Cause they got an air attack, man. Them jokers have put up some points. Am I right, kid, coach? And he, and he can run too. Yeah, four six. Jay missed say four six. Come on, BJ. Uh, we gotta go to Wisconsin. Four and seven. Four and seven. And then Iowa comes to us. Black Friday. Four and eight. That, there it is. He has spoken. Four and if eight. They go, if they go two and two out the gate, that's what the, that's what the end result's gonna be. If listen, but four and eight. To me, it's not a successful season unless. No, it's not. No. Well, well, here's what I will say that they're doing. They're tackling. They're tackling better. They're practicing better. Right? They're getting yes. after the ball. So I will take my hat off to that and say, but any of us could have coached that up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What yeah. I'm what I want to see is what are we going to come out in on the offensive side of the ball? Are we going to come out and do the, the fun and gun? Like uh, the the previous predecessors and get blown out of the water, or are we gonna have some sort of a run game, maybe an option game, and 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 or run our RPO stuff? Because I think Jeff Sims, I like Jeff Sims. If That's Jeff Sims starter. stays healthy, he is has he an the starter. Yeah, huh? he's a starter. He's a starter. The, okay, what's his history? Tell me he his trans- history. He transferred from Georgia Tech. He got injured. Was it last year? And I think he only played. Six games or seven games? Was it Something six? like that. What? 
What state is he from? Is he Georgia? I, th I thought he was from Georgia. I think he's from Georgia. Okay, so he might be a baller. He might be a baller. He might be a baller. No, George Jeff Sims, listen, Jeff Sims, you talked about uh, Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not putting him in that category yet. Don't even do that. I'm not. Listen, okay. I'm not. But he has the potential to be like that. And you know what potential does? What? Get you, get you fired. Yeah. And get no. you fired. And get you fired. <laughs> that word potential gets you beat and fired, uh, VJ. Okay. He, okay, I have another question because I haven't been following like I should, and I will now. From this day forward, I'm going to look at a lot more with the offensive, defensive line in Nebraska. That's going to tell me a lot. Yeah. What type of players they have on the offense and the defense interior? Because that's where it's won and lost. Everybody got good skill guys. The whole country produced California, Texas, Florida, Georgia. You got all skill guys. Scheme is going to be good. But what, like Kenny said earlier, the, the big guys, he don't have a lot of big guys, so he has to fit his scheme according to what he has. Now, Matt Rule, is he supposed to be a, a defensive guy or offensive guy? He's an offensive guy. He's an offensive guy. Offensive guy. Matt Rule okay. from the offensive side of the ball. He did basically coached almost all the positions. I, I I like I like what I've seen so far out of Matt Rule. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think okay. I think as far as I'm, okay. just, I'm talking about as far as his fire, like when you know when you got a good coach when he when he on the other coaches. Okay. That's when that, you know you got a good coach. When okay. your coach, your head coach, a jump you, you got a good coach and you a coach. You know about whatever, okay. whether that's they're not tackling or whatever your position not doing. I like okay. the fact that I saw him. He is the boss of all. He's holding okay. them accountable. He's holding them okay. accountable. You can hold you can hold coaches accountable, but let me ask you a question. Here's the key to coaching. Who's the smartest guy in the room? If it's Matt Rule, it's a wrap. You gotta have you gotta have in coaching. All your assistants got to be, man, your assistant has to know more and can give you more. Are you coaching them up? You're done. You're done. If you're, if you're spending time where you could be somewhere else and you over here, you're done. So if he's the smartest guy out there and he's on his coaches, you better be concerned because the truth is, you got to have coaches. You got to have all head coaches around you, potentially. You can't have guys just want a paycheck that you got to coach up. You got to tell them how to, you know, you can't spend that time. It's just not enough time in the day. 24 hours, a great coach will have smarter coaches than him. If I was a head coach at Nebraska, I'd get the smartest mind in America. I don't care if it's high school. I might get a coach that probably won 10 uh, high school state titles and, and, and 50 years old and I put him at, you know, wide receiver coach or something like that. You can't have kids that you're doing favors for that you got to teach him. No, I take care of your son. Just, you know what I'm saying? We go back since, you know, man, come on, man. That ain't working. You're going to see real quick. You're going to see because when you ain't got no answers, 
Coach, we're hype. When you tell them, when you ain't got no answers, all you're going to be doing is looking at the scoreboard, praying to God that that, time, that, that clock get ticked down fast. Hey, you ain't got no answers. Jay you got to have some answers. Go hey, ahead. Hey, J. Mitch. I want plenty of patties for me like that, bro. <laughs> Coach, I'm coach, looking at the scoreboard like, man, can this time go by faster, man? See, see, I'm not making it up. A fan base, Nebraska. Oh my God. What, but, but Kenny, Kenny, seriously, why do you think that was that? I say we. I say we. Because that's our program. Why? No, no, no. Listen, why do you think you was on the inside? Why do you think they treated us the way they did? Because nepotism, when we going back to the beginning, because no, the nepotism. No, 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 wait, wait, though, Mitch. Hold no, on, you Mitch. know what? Let oh, me just no, say no, this no, quickly. Mitch, Mitch, okay, Mitch, Mitch, wait for a minute. I'm saying, I'm talking about under the Scott Frost regime. I'm talking about under the Mike Riley regime. Because we know Bo Pelini messed with the, with the former players a lot. And I'm not just talking former players. I'm talking black players now, Okay. So I'm saying, what was it that – why were we the – we felt like – some of us felt like the enemy of the state at a certain point with Scott Frost. I did too. That's what I'm saying, but what was it? Um, if I could say one word, trust. If I could say one word, he was out of his mind. <laughs> he was not there. His he his head wasn't in the game. I, I mean, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a priority. I mean, to you got to think though, to 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 play music at practice on young minds, 18, 19, 20. We know we remember all the songs back in the day already. You now you you could do you think for one second that we would have been at uh, at the practice at Nebraska? Playing the music that they was playing when when Scott was there. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Come so, on, man. So, Captain Raw, you go ahead, go ahead, Kenny. You were about so, to say, Coach Osborne would come to practice, and the first thing he would say was, "Now he's the only person I allow to call me Ken." So, because I respect him, right? But he would say, "Ken, I don't like the music at practice." What do we need to do to get it off? And I said, Coach, that's your guy. You better go talk to him. <laughs> Every time, Ken, I see they still playing the music. And I'm like, Coach, hey, I'm just the low man on the totem pole. I'm just here to support the kids. <laughs> so, that, that, that's what I'm saying, though. Okay, Captain Ron, you brought up a point. It was, it was, uh, it wasn't present tense. It was future tense. Why I said nepotism nepotism was coach joseph let's let's say there's a glitch in the matrix coach joseph is the head coach of nebraska Bingo, now watch what i know we we're in another parallel okay, universe okay, go ahead okay, go okay, ahead okay, okay go ahead okay fantasize with me okay. we talking about nepotism okay because it, it it exists but it's it's prevalent in this sport okay so what the point i'm trying to make so let's say Coach Joseph right now, the head coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Kenny Wilhite is going to be there. Johnny Mitchell probably be there. Nate Turner maybe be there. Coach Jackson may be there. 
And how many other coaches that will get a chance to show that they can do a similar or better job? Now, a coaching job come open. Kenny Wilhite now is Minnesota head coach. He's going to bring three or four of us. And then he's going to bring people he knows. So you're building a lineage and you're building people a relationship that you know. And then 10 years from now, it started with Coach Joseph. Now we got 50 coaches in the Big Ten. That is why the fear of a black, a, a fear of a black planet. Because I'm going to bring people that I know I trust that would do a great job I get the head coaching job at Purdue. I'm bringing five with me. So if I cut Coach Joseph off, now everything underneath him falls. If you go to the NFL, you look at a guy like Andy Reid. How in the hell are you going to have your son coaching around the facility? This joke. How in the world if you Jay Gruden and the Harbaugh's, your sons, so what other, I'm sorry to say, what other uh, Caucasian coaches are doing, black coaches can't do it. So that's why Trev had to come in and cut the lifeline, which probably going to cost his job in a couple years. That's the way I see it. Because Matt Rule will not succeed with all these Big Ten, with the Matt, with the uh, 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 Riley's from USC coming in, and you got all these other good talented coaches coming in the Big Ten and you're going to have to play Big Ten West? Man, man. So there, there won't be a Big Ten West anymore. It's going to be just one conference. And one big conference. One big conference. And now you got to go play those guys. So you see what I'm saying? That you'll bring a bunch of your coaches with you. And then they'll say it's the Mickey Joseph tree. And you see what I'm saying? So if you cut him, you cut everything underneath him. Because we all can do just a good or better job than the – I know I could be the best wide receiver coach that they already have. Now, I heard that Ron Brown is still there, so you know what I'm saying. So I don't know how much he's going to help. He's probably there to help some of the coaches coach them up, which is sad. He's, his job is probably to help Matt Rule to bring up some of the other coaches. Because one thing, Matt Rule ain't a fool. He's going to get some people that maybe help some of them young people that he's doing favors for with his, you know, his boys that he grew up and went to high school with. Because you got to have some of them. You, we call them entourage where we come from. But I tell you what, it's going to show up on the field. It's going to show up. And four and eight, you know, it could go sour. But I, I think, like if you said, they teach them how to tackle, how to block. Maybe they might win five. Maybe they, Four or five. They ain't getting past five. Four. I, they four, gotta they win six. Four. They gotta win six. To me. What? They can't fire him. They, they can't they, fire they, him. They gotta. They gotta go. They gotta go. Three and one out the gate. Oh, they gotta find possible. a way to beat Minnesota. You gotta find a way to beat Colorado. You gotta Let go three and one out the gate. Yeah. If Trev has an out, do he have an out? If he, if they go zero and four, do they have a he? Okay, so he got the money again. So he gonna do exactly what he did to damn uh, the Carolina Panthers. Hey, it's good he business. He gonna win, Johnny. He gonna Matt Rule gonna win. Hey, 
there's a law, a natural law called the natural law of polarity. You saying he's going to win. I'm saying he's going to lose. And I'm telling you right now, for what I'm hearing, I'm telling you what the third law is called, the law of vibration. It ain't vibing right in my heart. I don't think he's going to have success. And we're going to be stuck, you know, where my man had to fight for his money. And he's going to get all the free money just like Scott. And then the next guy, man, listen, we bleeding bad. I know we're a red state, but we're bleeding too bad. And somebody got to do something. And Trav, man, I'm very disappointed, man. I'm very disappointed. I might not have your title, but my heart is there ain't no other man walking this earth got a heart like this. And I'm telling you what, I won't sleep and tell them young kids give the production they need. And I don't care what a person looks like. If Kenny should be there, he's going to have the DB job. You know what I'm saying? If whoever it is that needs to be there, I don't care what Ken, color, creed, whatever it is, I'm going to bring the best man that's qualified to help them kids to succeed to bring back our tradition. I'm hey, embarrassed, man. Hey, I don't want to take that sand sign down. Hey, J. Mitch. Hmm? You see the new locker room unveiled today? Unveiled today? No. No. You didn't? No. J. Mitch. Them boys living, them boys living lavish, bruh. God. Them, so hey, them, them boys living lavish, bruh. So you know what? Can I tell you? Now I'm sure they're gonna lose. Because <laughs> all they gonna do is just get fat and take that NIL money. Brother, <laughs> listen, you gotta be a motivator to coach. You gotta find creative ways to get them motivated. And if they living like that, man, come on. You got to be hungry. I remember I didn't have one penny in my pocket. Skater, man, come on, man. Your boy ain't got a dollar, man. My mom, the skater be like, come on, Mitch. I got you. Come on. We go over to the Valentino's or somewhere. Yeah. Brother. Too much, huh? Jay. Too much, Jay. Too much. Jay. Okay, go ahead. No, it ain't. It ain't. No. Hey, Jay, Mitch. Hey, Jay, Mitch. Think to us now. Hey, Jay, Mitch. What's that? We don't kiss and tell, bro. We don't kiss and tell. I got you. He's hey, right. He's skate right. took care of you, right? He took care of me. Hey, that's man. all you need to say. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, we we didn't have we didn't not, have it, but it made us hungry. It made us hungry. That's it, my point. It made that's us hungry. Purpose. And 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 we, we took care of each other. We took yeah. care of each other, man. We took care of each other, like like you Absolutely. just said. I, when I got food, yeah, my two roommates got food. There you go. See, there hey, you do go. You think, do you, you know think? Do you think, Kenny? Do you think that those teams? Uh, these last three teams that you've been on have had that type of camaraderie amongst each other like we had? No. That, no. That, not, not, not really, because you had guys only there for NIL. And That's right. Those guys, it's transaction. Those guys pretty much, I, I, wouldn't, I mean, I never saw them hanging with people. They, they would go to the training table, get their boxes, they would leave. Like we sat at the training table and ate. Right. They would get their boxes and leave. They didn't even want, I mean, I'm like, come on, bro, sit and eat with your family. Nah, you I, I got like to go, go do that. I'm like, come on. Man. So, man, remember the parties we used to have? Man. Man, don't have me go back, man. That, we don't kiss and tell, Jay, bitch. We don't oh, kiss hey, We kissing and telling no, on me. That's why there ain't going to be no 30 for 30, VJ. Hey, we kissing and telling on this show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, listen, 
I love me some Nebraska, man. I love me some Nebraska. I was going to make my home there, man. I'm serious, bro. And I'm a family man now. Now, you know, I'm faithful. I love my wife. We got an eight-year-old. All I'm trying to do is raise him to be the best. And I pray to God that I can live to see he become a man and do what I promised my mother. Teach him how to be a man. And I pray to God every day that I, you give me breath so I can teach my eight-year-old. He just turned eight yesterday. He just turned eight yesterday. So, Happy man, birthday. I'm fighting. Yeah, man. So I'm fighting to be the best dad, the best husband, and I'm doing whatever it is. But I tell you one thing. You know, if you got a problem and you got all this NIL money at that young age, your problem going to be that much bigger. Yeah. I know this for a fact. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So money got to be out the picture. If they ain't hungry, if they ain't trying to get their mother, their father, whoever it is their guardian out of the conditions that, you know, they saw the impoverishment, if they ain't waking up, you know, with a picture or some kind of reminder every day, they're going to forget and they're going to get spoiled by that NIL money. And guess what's going to happen? Their career is over. Maybe they can take some of that NIL money, live in Lincoln, and invest in some kind of properties or something. I don't know. Hey, but bro. it ain't going to go to the they NFL. Running, they, running, they running through that money like they, it's water. They running through that money like it's water. They getting these cars. They getting in these big old apartments. I'm like, come on. I'm so I'm trying to educate them on. Hey, put this that is away. why you should be there. That's put why that you away, should be there. put that away and live off your scholarship. Your scholarship check alone and the extra money you get for academics, you can live off that. Man, man, them boys, them boys, them boys, them boys worried about them boys worried about grills, tattoos, cars they driving, tents, paint jobs. I'm like, man, y'all tripping. You know, I saw I saw the procession of the queen, one of the richest people on the planet. She lived some 90-something years. But when they had the queen and they was driving her to her final resting place, I didn't see no brinks. I didn't see no banks. I didn't see no land going with her. All this going to be here when we gone. You got to find a purpose for your life. These young boys need to look at the bigger picture. And that's where I failed. If I had the knowledge I have today, I probably would be somewhere coaching because I love coaching. I love being around young men. And by the way, Coach Will Height, man, if you know of some a coaching job open over there in South Dakota, call your boy, man. I will pick up in a heartbeat, bro. Are you in the state? Are you in the I'm state? In the state. Yeah, I'm in, man. You told me you went. You was living out of the country. Yeah, yeah, I go. Yeah, I live out the country. I go back and forth. But okay. you know, but I'm saying if something come up, I walk from Brazil for a job. <laughs> so I just remember, say, man, let me call Jay Mitch because I love football, and it's a sad story that I'm sitting on my couch and I'm not in some camp right now teaching kids the knowledge I have. So you mean to tell me when I die? All that just going to go to waste. All the things I learned from being around people like uh, Troy Aikman. I'm watching him right here. Eric Bieniemy. we played against, you know, uh, uh, great uh, players, uh, coaches, Dr. Tom Osborne, Parcells, Jimmy Johnson, 
Mike McCarthy. Man, I can go down a list of hundreds of coaches you, uh, right now that I learned from being in places. And I love football, man. And I'm just sitting here just rotting away, man, because we all rotting away each breath. And all I'm saying is, man, I would love to be out teaching kids, man, football. I don't care where I'm at. I don't care where I'm at. I can live out in the desert if they was out there with a football. Because, I listen, Nebraska, I will coach for free, and you could save your money because I do it for the principal just to prove you wrong. Anyway, go ahead, guys. Again, I, I, I say this all the time. This has never been about me. Never. That's right. It, it, it's never going to be about me. I learned this game from Coach Osborne. Yes, Coach sir. The greatest. the greatest. Yeah, Coach Samuel, working with him. And it's always been about the kids. And it's going to always be about the kids. But there's guys that I worked with at Nebraska in those nine years that blatantly showed you it was never about the kids. It was all just about the money. And that was it's the hardest be about the kids. And that was the hardest part for me, knowing that there was guys there that didn't care about the place. All they cared about was the first of the month. Thank you. When the check went. Thank you. That was the hardest. That was the hard. I, I went home plenty of nights crying, but knowing that that's my university. Oh, that black shirts don't cry. Bro. Bro, it hurts. He got a heart, man. He saw the injustice was done. There he you saw go. the neglect. There you go. I know, man. I'm so mature. I've been on this earth so long. I've experienced it all. Talked to a man that died twice and came back. That's why I'm so grateful. And like I said, Matt Rule, Coach Rule, I wish nothing but success. I'm going to be rooting for you. But man, I just don't like how you didn't bring in some of the life force like Coach Wilhite, uh, guys like that, man, and other players that could have told you and shared with you what Nebraska football about and not some function. You know, I know you got to do the, 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 what they call it, the white tie, the white tie event where you got to go to the boosters and you got to go and sell them, you know, something, but man, come on, man, you should have brought and left some of the, you know, uh, uh, like coach Wilhite. I mean, you like, no way you're not there. I know I was going to see you in the next couple of weeks on the sideline. I'm heartbroken. I'm serious, man. I'm heartbroken. I am too, brother. Trust me. Are you, hey, Johnny, are, you, are you going to Colorado game? Oh, no, man, no. You ain't messing with it. No, man, listen. I told you I've been looking for a high school coaching gig or college or anything, but it just ain't going to happen, not because I don't believe in it, but because of the, 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 the definition of the show, nepotism. Will you hire someone you don't know when you could say some of the most vilest things? I could imagine what some of the coaches and what Coach Wilhite has heard, some of the things in the back, back room. If they say, if the walls could talk, could you imagine? Could you imagine some of the things he had to just be quiet because he heard certain coaches say certain things that's no longer there that was doing certain things he saw. You know, man, don't don't go driving. You drunk, man. Go get an Uber, man, or something. And you go out there and get a DUI. Could you imagine some of the things he's seen? That's heartbreaking. That's what he meant. 
And that's he what tried. I meant. And that's what I meant. What you see, Kenny? Tell us some secrets. No, don't, 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 don't know. He's Kenny, VJ. Kenny, VJ. tell us VJ. some secrets, Kenny. VJ. <laughs> hey, don't you got to go to break? No, they said, they said, just keep going. No, they didn't. <laughs> you got to pay bills. They said, they said, you got Coach Mitchell and Will Hike. You, you ain't got to stop till tomorrow, boy. You, you, you got to pay bills. We ain't got to pay no bills no don't, more. Don't hey, do the bill it, is paid. Don't do it. That's, that's recent, man. And I tell you what, Coach Osborne cried too. Yeah. Coach Osborne, you know, they talk about the death of a nation. Well, the state of Nebraska has some of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. That is one of the most friendliest places. I'm going to tell you, I know Omaha, certain areas, you know, it's a little, it's a little rough now, but for the most part, you know, like uh, Johnny Heisman, they took care of a lot of their guys, but I feel a lot of guys got lost by the wayside too. And we didn't do enough for alumni players coming back. They should have had a program where they should have brought coaches in and let them go in there and coach get their resume up. That's what I was trying to do. Let me let but, me say hey, let me say this real quick. It's funny you say that. Okay. Uh so let me just say this. So when I was in the league, you know, and I was only there two and a half years, right? I got more respect going to clubs or wherever I was going from being a Nebraska football player than being a professional football player. I don't know what it was. We know we won the championships back then, right? But now, 23 years later, 25 years later, I'm more disrespected for being a three-time national champion at Nebraska than I was in the league. And, I, and, and to me, when you have guys that have been tried by fire, those are the guys that you want around the youngsters. I'm not saying have us around all the time, but I do think that there should be a time and a place. All those tight ends. You, and let me ask you this question. How many of them tight ends you think know who Johnny Mitchell is? And so you say that, and that's crazy because that is true. But when you guys came back, if Jay Mitch came back, I made it a point to say, hey, do you know who this is? That's Johnny Mitchell. He's on your wall. He's in your meeting room. You might want to get to know him. I, that was my biggest thing. Was, wow, I'm on, I'm, I'm on the wall? Yeah, you're in the tight end meeting room. You're in the tight end meeting room. I ain't never seen you see so, that? VJ. That, that's sad in itself. I ain't never. I should have took my son to see that. I ain't never see that. My wife and son, they would have loved to see that when I was there. VJ, that was my biggest concern was when former guys came back, not even just Johnny Mitchell, but you yourself. You know, Troy Dumas, when you guys came back, I made a point to make sure, hey, you know who that is? They didn't know. They didn't know the history of Nebraska football. Even and when Neil Smith came, do you know who that is? Now, who is I'm like, come man, on, man, are you serious? The greatest. That's are the greatest serious? right there, man. Come on. But I made oh, a point to let them know that's Neil Smith. So, he but, was but a black here's what I'm saying. But here's what I'm saying, though. I'm saying, like, you was there for nine years, right? Yeah, I promise you. Here's why I know this to be true, right? Because you got Barry Mouse Jr. there, you got uh, 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 Javen Wright there, 
and they don't know who their fathers were as football players. No, they do not. So then, you know, and, and, and I think my son, who, who, who made me realize this, not that it was that long ago, is that the history is being buried. The history of who we were as Husker Power football players is being buried. Because we can do all these shows, we can do all this what we want to, right? But it's going to be the exact same thing. They're at the University of Nebraska with every game tape that Johnny Mitchell has ever played at Nebraska. I remember when I played for Nebraska, guess who we watched on our highlight tape? We will watch us, but then we will watch Johnny Mitchell in the pros. We would be watching the guys who left before us in the pro their high you guys' highlights would be what we would be watching they don't know who they are because they don't know who johnny mitchell is kenny will sat in there for nine years and not one guy not one defensive back has ever kenny help me we had some cold dbs man we yes. had some cold we had a cold secondary man they have never Freedom. asked kenny them hey, boys man, ball. I want to see some ball. of your film. Hey, it's crazy you say that because half of them will say, man, I ain't know you played DB here. I ain't know you let the big A. Big That's a damn shame. That's a shame, I mean, man. I, I wasn't one to flaunt it. That's on the coach. Because but if I, you would have did that, if you would have did that, Kenny, then, then all of a sudden you would have been the enemy of the state because all, now the players would have been coming to you. Yep. Right? I, I but the head coach – the head coach, if I got a Kenny Will height, I'm the head coach of a football team. I don't care where it, my high school. I bring in Kenny Will height, be the defensive coordinator. I bring in Johnny Mitchell to be the offensive coordinator, plus some other guys. Do you not think I'm going to not only tell them, I'm going to show them who you were? Because we haven't had a defensive back in a long time. Kenny, you know, remember when I was, you remember when I was doing those highlights? Yeah. Now, if you tell me, give me one defensive back that was better than you in the last ten, five, ten years. Ten Cam years. Taylor, Cam Taylor Britt was really good. He he he, he was a football player. He, I love what I what I used to like. What I used to do was oh, like that's one. Could they have played in our era? Could Cam Taylor Britt play with y'all? I think so. You think so? He was that athletic. Yeah, he, and he, he would have learned from us too. And, he would have learned. And again, he was a quarterback in high school. Yeah. Well, but I see, saw him throw the ball eighty yards. He was a quarterback in high school, and he turned defensive back. Okay. And watching him, his his work ethic in practice, his footwork, he had tools. He had skills. So you got one in ten years. You got you probably got a hundred defensive backs come through in ten years. You can only name one. Nate Gary. You know, they got, you know they got to have. That's two. Steve Carmer type. You got two. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. John, so, Johnny Mitchell, hey, look. So, I know you like the, you know, they hire from within, right? But when well, Wagner went down, there's a lot of but, candidates. But look at this, though. Okay. Scott Frost, it should have started with him. He should have 
reached out to a he should have reached out and created a program to allow if you want to spend the money right in nebraska allow players like you're speaking of right now to come in there do some kind of promo highlight what they did let the kids see every year bring a position okay a tight end a a, a left guard a left tackle every year do 22 guys and just keep looping it looping it and let them uh do a little highlight give them about five minutes let them talk to the kids what it means to be a nebraska cornhusker i was heartbroken when i went there i felt like i was at a place i went to the practice field i said man i'm in the desert These, it's dead this ain't football it was clearly seen all the errors that was out there so many errors and i mean that they should have with scott frost created a alumni program that would have allowed a lot of good players everyone what it was what it meant to be a husker why nebraska football if they had to put that energy in that stadium in the building right up there up in the upper room where they have the events it would have brought a certain a chi energy that would have bled through the locker room, and then when you get these NIL kids come in there, they won't feel like, you know, they have some kind of conscience about stealing. Because these kids, man, if it's about me, 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 I, 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 it's over. It's over. We're in the dark ages. That's why I said four games if they lucky. And I'm rooting that we win them all. Coach Rule, I'm, I'm, I, I, if you hear this, I'm praying that you win them all because Nebraska Nebraska is in my blood. And I got my Nebraska stuff, you know, and everything. And I'm telling you, man, it's in my heart. And I know it's in the rest of these guys' heart. But, man, if you don't change the atmosphere, that ain't enough philosophy and talk. It's just going to die. You need something. You need the sword. S-W-O-R-D, not the W-O-R-D. You need the sword to cut some of that thickness around. You know what I'm saying? Coach Brown ain't enough. I'm telling you, I know he loved to pray, but you're going to have to, you're going to have to have the seven angels come down plus Christ himself to clean out <laughs> what we've been going through as a Husker ex-player and a Husker fan. You're going to need, you're going to need a touch hand from God reaching down from the heavens to change what I've seen. I've been there. It's dead. It's dead. It's dead. And I'm sorry. Words ain't going to change it. You're going to have to do something different. I'm sorry. It's got to be some drastic matters. Listen, I'm going to throw it to break. We'll come back for one more yes, segment. Sir. I'm going to throw it to break. We'll come back for one more segment of Heart of a Husker. I'm with Kenny Wilhite. I'm with Johnny Mitchell, Coach Mitchell. Listen, yes, we sir. love the coach. We are we 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 are passionate about young men and about yes, helping yes. them. This, 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 what yes, you hear is passion for these young men. We'll do this for free, but then you I see would. people doing it for millions and doing it bad. It makes guys like us who will do it for free when we know the help that we need to provide to these young men. Because five years is going to go by like that, and if they ain't got no home training. If they ain't got no 
financial training. They're going to be broke, dead, disgusted, can't be trusted, and you're going to wonder to yourself, well, what happened to him? Well, we threw him back into society after we gave him a fantasy world to live in for five years. We threw him back and said, hey, get back out there. You're not going to play football because you're not part of the 97% or I'm sorry, you're part of the 97% that's not going to play. You God got to go just, get a job. God just showed me something. I just had a revelation. Oh, shoot. It's a confirmation on what you're saying. Think about the head coaches. Are they employed that left Nebraska? Just think about that. Just think about that. Go to break. Think about that. Hey, we're going to go to break. But we're going to think, think about, about that. that. All of the head coaches Top that have a job. Mike Riley have a job. Keep going. Do they have a job? Are they coaching? Think about that. Go hey. to break. Welcome back to Heart of a Husker. I'm with Coach Johnny Mitchell, former first round draft pick, and Kenny Wilhite. Turn that off. And Kenny Wilhite on Heart of a Husker. Uh, guys, I really appreciate you guys uh, uh, spending these last hour and a half, two hours with me. But uh, you know, if you you know on a on a positive note, right? Um. Is there a time that we all need to come back together, all of us? Um, we, we we did that two years ago. Um, we, we had it at the Rococo downtown in Lincoln. It was a great event. That was a dinner. That was a, last year. No, that was two years ago. It wasn't last um, year. That was, when, that was Mickey, wasn't it? No, no. That was Mickey's first. But it was two years ago. Mickey got here and hey. It was a spring. Did. It was Mickey's first spring. Yes. Yeah. Last year. Yes. So yeah. um, a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much a year and a half ago. So yes, um, we do. But I think there's a lot of people that's disappointed and like Johnny is frustrated with the way things are things that have happened to alumni when they come back. So does that need to happen? Yes. I mean, you got other universities, like Jay Foreman always says, that are bringing back former players. and, and Alabama. Alabama. Why are they winning that? Georgia, Georgia Tennessee, you know, they, they're hiring former players to help. Yeah, Alabama. Within the university. LSU. Yeah. Huh? LSU, yeah. LSU, uh, LSU, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee. Florida's done it. Florida State has done it. Miami's done it, too, so. Um, those are blue blood college football programs. Absolutely. And hey, Kenny, let me ask you this real quick. It just hit my mind. Uh, give me your thoughts on Farmer. Miles? Miles Farmer, leaving the program. I, I think it was a long time coming. Um, you know, when a new coach takes over and he tells you what he wants it a certain way, when you've been allowed to do certain things and you don't want to conform to what the new coach asked of you, it was just a matter of time. Um, Miles is a good player. I just think, I, I think I, I kind of figured it would happen. I thought it would happen sooner, 
But I mean, he found a home in, at Syracuse, and and I wish Miles the best. But I just know, like you said, one thing Rule has done, he's making sure that he's holding those players accountable and he's holding his coaches accountable. And there's uh, repercussions if you don't fall in line. And he continues to follow through with that. And that's a good thing. That's what that program needs. I, I mean, I, I'm telling you, uh, he ain't made no excuses to me. And we've had – I interviewed him at Big Ten Media Day. And, you know, uh, we've had conversations. And, and, and I like – at least his mentality, right? I like the fact of how he's thinking. Whether he gets it done or not, we'll find that out on Thursday, on we'll, next Thursday. We'll, we'll find, find that out. out. On a, yes. Yeah, we'll find out what, how much work. That's just coming Thursday, right? No, no next Thursday. Yeah, following Thursday. So a uh, week from Thursday, we'll find out whether or not all the work, uh, is it just talk or is it work? Because the way we play, Minnesota's not a good football team. They're coached well. And they're going to go. They're not a good football team. They lost a, the reason why I say that is they lost a lot. Yeah, but they're tough and they're physical. True. They're going to come punch you in the mouth. And we should have beat Minnesota last year. Bruh. We should have beat Minnesota last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Mickey. So there's no excuse to me to lose to Minnesota. Minnesota is Minnesota. But you so know you, what? You sound like somebody else that always says Minnesota's Minnesota, Northwestern's Northwestern, Purdue is Purdue. But we've always we've, we've in the recent past, we found a way to lose to those teams. Yeah, but that's because they don't have the mentality or the mental fortitude. Listen, fortitude. I, I'm gonna share something with you. Listen, if I was a head coach, do you know? the key to winning most of your college football game. The key is go find that hidden gem, do your research. I would pay somebody top dollars to look at every high school quarterback to fit my style and court him because that's, you talk about Caleb Williams, Brother, when he came out, yeah, he was fine. But listen, a lot of this with NFL and college is about quarterback play. Yep. I'm telling you, you put up a lot of points. You know, you, you got to have good defense, a, a, a solid defense. It don't have to be great like the black shirt was. But I'm talking about you got to get a quarterback, even if your offensive line ain't as great, but you still – Still can win a lot of games. If I was Matt Rule, I, you know what I'm saying? I would have went and got the best. I would have courted the best quarterback because that's who's going to win you the game. I'm telling you, man, it ain't that complicated. If you can hold, get your offensive line to cheat a little bit, hold your hand, keep your elbows inside, just for two or three seconds, and get you some dogs out there on, you know, out there on the perimeter, and and get hit, and get you a shifty back. Man, you can you can put up 50, 60, 70 points week in and week out in college football. But you gotta, you're gonna win with a quarterback, man. You gotta have a quarterback. You gotta have a quarter. You can't have a guy. He's a nice kid. His parents are good. He come from a good. You got to have a really good quarterback to win college football games. I'm sorry. 
you the quarterback play. Remember what I'm saying. It it, it ain't gonna make sense to you today. Go three years, four or five years, and we still here. Watch what college football will be. How they court the best quarterbacks in high school. What? That is going to get to the NFL, and that's what the NFL is about: quarterback play. That's what the big time programs do. They court See? and they recruit the best quarterbacks for their system, and that's why they're winning. There you go. And when I say, I mean, yeah, when I say the big boys, you know, you like Georgia, like Alabama, yeah. like Clemson, like TCU. They got lucky with the kid down the road in the Council Bluff, right, Rashawn? That Nebraska didn't want for real. So uh, he was he was he was a football player, like you said. He got them to the national to, to the to the playoff to the national championship yeah. game. Yeah, because he was a football player. He was a you football. I mean? player. And, and you look at Georgia Stetson Bennett. He took over he, his two year run there was you know second to none. Yeah, just don't turn on the football. Their defense was that much. You know that defense was that good. Just don't turn the football over. Quarterback play, low ints. That's how Nebraska can win some games this year if they just don't turn the ball over. You know, special teams turnover. Uh, interceptions that was been killing us am i right coach that's what you, we no, dealt no, with you, no you, we we turned the ball to, we turned the ball over too many times and then we made we made dumb mistakes at the wrong time and it, we shot ourselves in the foot and that's how we lost games you you, you got to have you you got to have a disciplined football team uh and they have to buy into what you're trying to get done. If there's not, if there's no discipline on or off the field, you're in trouble. You're you're not going to win anyway. That's right. That's right. You're discipline not, you're, you're and no no camaraderie, and, no camaraderie, and, and, and accountability. You have to hold them kids accountable. They want to be coached, and they want to be held accountable. But as long as you give them a little leeway, they're going to take advantage of it. They're going to take advantage, and they ain't going to prioritize football. Nope. And what's what's nope. end up going to happen is everybody going to go rogue. They're going to yep. go on their own. And when they stop trusting in the system and what you're teaching them, they seeing it ain't working. They're going to go rogue. It's been happening. <laughs> so, so let me ask you a question. You get a guy his first day. What's the first thing you tell him when he's coming to the University of Nebraska? You the head coach. What you mean? If you the head coach, you done recruited the kid, the kid is coming in for camp, it's his first day. What are you telling them knowing that we've been in the condition that we've been in for this long? What is your conversation with him? What are your expectations? If he's on if he's on your yard, he's already committed, he's signing, he's coming to the university. He's, he's, he's on the yard. First and foremost, you can't stick him in a dorm and not go over there and check on him. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. You can't go stick the kids in the dorm and not go over there and check on them. You sold them a dream to get them on your campus to get them to sign with you. But if you just stick them in the dorm, a kid from, just say a kid from Georgia, Florida, Miami, Texas, they're a long way from home. You, so you told them that, you know, you're going to treat them like they're your son. You're going to make sure they don't need or want for anything. You're going to make sure you look out for their best interests. But if you put them in a dorm room and you don't go over there, and check them, that, 
that's that's not going to help you. So when you get them on the campus, say, hey, I know you're far from home. But if you ever feel like you need to talk to somebody, my door is always open. I will come to your dorm room and talk to you. I agree with that. It's like, take go ahead. And so I say that, and I would find myself when I'm leaving the stadium after our staff meetings at 9, whatever o'clock at night, I will ride and go sit in the dorm parking lot just to make sure, you know, someone came out, hey, what you doing? Where you going? Getting food? Hey, everything good? And then I'd go my butt home. That's right. Just to make sure they had a good trend. You have to make sure those kids have a good transition. Now, That's why you should still be there. And it's just like you saying. Basically, what you're saying is they took a palm tree from Florida. They planted it in Nebraska. They did not take care of it. They didn't put the fertilizer on it. And they didn't put the water. They didn't cover and made sure that the condition was right for that tree to grow indoors somewhere. Because it get cold in the winter, and you know how it is in Nebraska. So it's hard to bring kids from warm climates and don't take care of them. And then they sitting up here having hearing voices, you know what I'm saying? Uh, not knowing who they can go and talk to, who they can trust, you know, uh, maybe demoted on a, on a uh, uh, depth chart. It wasn't explained why, you know. And, and that's why kids, they just bail. And so you said, what would I tell them? Or that was the first yeah. thing I would tell them. Then I would tell them, here's my expe expectations of you. I need you to be where you're supposed to be. At all. No, first and foremost, I'm going to say, listen, I'm, going, I'm here to make you a better version of yourself. The person that walked through these, that just came through these doors, you're going to be a better version of, of yourself within the time you leave here. First and foremost, that's it. That's, that's it. We're not talking football. Wherever you came from, I want to make sure you have an opportunity to get in a better situation than what you came from. Man, that's real talk. Now, here, here's what, here's what, but here's here's the way we're going to get you there. First and foremost, you have to be where you're supposed to be at all times and on time. And if you're not, there's going to be consequences. You came here to get an education and then play football. We're going to stay on top of your academics. We're going to monitor your academics. If you're not going on the right path and academically, we can have some consequences for you. And then we can't have you going out there doing dumb stuff. You represent yourself, your family, your community you came from. That's right. Your your family, your community you came from, and this university. In that order, you have a last name. That's who you represent. The person that gave you your last name, that's your family. That's who you represent. Then you represent your community. That's right. And then you represent this university. Do not do anything to jeopardize that reputation. Think don't, twice. Don't, that's the conversation I would have that's from right. day one. If that is real talk, man. If you don't do that, I got your back through thick and thin. You will be a better version of yourself when you walk out these doors in four years with a college degree. I can't say no more after that. It ain't no more need to be said. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's why he why isn't he a head coach in college football with that kind of passion and love? Are it's those, are are those conversations happening, Kitty? Heck no. No. Maybe maybe five percent across the country. VJ. Maybe ten percent. You, you sometimes you got head coaches 
They don't spend no time with kids outside of practice. You, you, I mean, don't go sit in the training table and eat with your, with your players. What? Wait a minute. Even coach, man, Coach Osborne used to sit in there with us. Come on, man. Don't I, tell me that. I'm, 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 I'm telling coach, you. Coach, come on, man. So, listen. Well, now let's get back to me and this job. I took this job <laughs> as an African-American in an all-white, predominantly white high school. Okay. Right? Talk to me. So my first my first conversation with these kids was, first and foremost, like I said, I'm, I'm here to make you a better version of yourself. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm going to earn your respect as a person, first and foremost, then as a coach. Because if you don't respect me as a person, you're not going to play for me as a coach. And That's I told right. them the exact thing I just said. You represent yourself. You represent your family. You represent your community. You represent the, your, your school. Then you represent your coach. You're, direct, you're a direct reflection of your coach. But I'm going to hold you accountable, too. I'm going to hold you. are going to be in a different standard. I'm going to hold you to a higher standard than a normal student on this, on this, on this high school campus. And if you don't abide by these rules, you won't be a part of this team. I don't care if your dad bought this, your mom bought that. I'm going to instill discipline and respect in you, and you're going to be a better version of yourself by the time you walk out these high school doors. That man, see, this is now. I'm look. I got an eight year old. My son, man, he's he's about a hundred pounds. He's five two. He's going to be six five, three hundred and fifty pounds. Now, when you when you become a head coach, what do you think I'm sending him? Because you right now was just in my living room talking to me and my wife about bringing my son to your university, I'm sold. I'm going to look you in the eye, shake your hand, say, son, now go. Now don't come back here and <laughs> straight up. Don't come back to this house. Go. Like I did. And the That's crazy, what I did. The, the crazy thing is, I, I saw it, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, hold on, bro. This is, this is not the way this is supposed to be done. But there's nothing I could say. Again, so that me as thinking when the position came open, the first person I called was Mickey Joseph. I said, yo, I need you back here. I need your help. See there? I need you to help me because you'll have a voice that I don't have. Again, I felt like an outsider, but you'll have a voice that I don't have. You'll see it and hopefully you can get it correct. Wait a minute. Where, what coach? Where is he? With Mickey is where? No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying when when he was at LSU. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To try no, to get him back in Nebraska. He should have been the head coach. Because, listen, I'm going to tell you something, Coach Will Height. I'm going to be straight up. I'm a spiritualist, man. I see signs everywhere. When that lightning starts striking in Scott Frost's first game, I knew it was over. <laughs> when they canceled that game... I said, man, it's over. His career is done. Oh, my God. It was the gods talking, man. The gods was talking. I knew it was over. That's I'd be looking at stuff like that, man. I'm sorry. I knew it was going to be. He brought in the dark ages, bro. That was bringing the Man, we're going to be in the dark ages for so. I'm so sorry to break your heart. I'm rooting for you, Coach Rule. But, man, you were, you like they said, Ephesians 6-12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against evil, wickedness, and high places. Man, I ain't going to go there. But you know what I'm saying. 
It's some Batman. Listen, that place needs to be feng shui. They need the whole Japanese regime to fly from daggone Japan, Tokyo, with all the sticks and the smoke and clear that place out, man. It's too thick in there. Every time I walked in that stadium, I felt that coldness in my stomach. Bro, that's dead, man. Come let, on, let me, man. Let me when tell you, you one more story before we got to go. One more story. And this this drove me to, I mean, yeah. So we're playing Wyoming, right? Pre-game. Craig Bowles, the head coach of Wyoming. He's got about three Nebraska guys on his staff. Mike Grant. Yeah. So I look pre-game. I look outside the fence. And I see Coach Osborne walking outside the fence. I'm like, hold on, wait. So I walk up to the fence. I'm like, Coach, what are you doing? He said, well, Ken, I just want to say hi to Craig and some of the guys, but I don't want to get in trouble. I'm like, what? No, he, you didn't. Listen, no. Listen. No. Listen. And he, I said, what? So I opened up the gate. He said, I don't want to get you in no trouble. I said, Coach, listen, as long as I'm on staff here, this is your field. You can come on this field wherever you want to come on. His name's on the field. Thank you. So I walked him to uh middle of the field to Coach Bowl and then. And I look over and I walked off so we can visit with those guys. I look over, he exited straight across on their side and went out the gate. He did not feel welcomed. Do you know how do you know how hurt I was? Man, I'm about to cry. You oh, I, exactly. I, I take my hat off to you, Kitty, because I always say, you know, we talked before you when you first came, and you know what that conversation was. But I still say, you had to be the humblest man in the program, bro. You had to be the humblest man in the program to to see I, what you saw. And how not, is he not, not there, break, man? not fold, not you know, break mentally? Because because I'm telling you, me, I probably would have broke mentally. I probably would have flipped out. <laughs> so you say that, and after one game. I went to Wendy's and I ordered two triple stacks. Oh, you flipped out. Hey, no, listen. So I'm sitting in the park after a game. I sat there and, and, and I'm listening uh, to Steve Taylor's wrap-up show. And I'm sitting at Wendy's and I eat one of those triple stacks, right? And I look at the second one. I'm like, hold on, wait. You can't let these guys get you that out of your box that you're going to sit here and try to eat two triple stacks. So I drove around. Found a homeless guy, gave him the second one. That Monday, I called Coach Osborne. I said, Coach, hey, wow. can I come visit with you? We need to talk. Wow. Who, I who went was to his office on O Street, on East O Street, because he didn't want to have an office in the stadium because he didn't feel welcome. So I went to his office on East O Street, and we visited, and he told me he helped me, and, you know, and that's how I survived. Who was the, who was the, who was the head coach at that time? Riley. I thought so, man. Hey, hey, before we oh, go, we got, about, we got to say, let me just say this part right here. I want to cap it. Let me cap it, man. That man has been part of five national champions. Is it five? Yep. Five. He's had some of the greatest men like you guys here that's on the panel and a lot of the other guys I know. I saw Neil Smith, some of the guys we can go, uh, Lawrence Pete, we can just go down the line. Just great men. And if 
that is what Coach Osborne felt and went through, man. That man, I I, I don't know if I can recover from hearing that. That don't man. Take the end down. What you say? What you say, VJ? I said, don't take your end down, Johnny. No, don't do that. That's hey, th that university is gonna be there when we're dead and gone, bro. It's gonna yeah. be there when we're dead and gone. It's gonna so Thank you. That, that's our university. We, yep. we 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 did we did what we did for that university, and all we can do is root for the the university and the kids in that locker room. That's why he, he should be the head coach for Nebraska right now. But anyway, um, give me your give listen. me your last thoughts, Johnny. Give me your last My, thoughts. My last thought is, man, you brought together, man, Kenny Wilhite, man. Man, I love you, man. Seriously. Love you too, bro. Love Brother you too. Brother from my heart, man. Same here. Hey, you know what? I'm probably, you know, <laughs> man, bro, what you just shared right now, man, you just, man, it just, I felt that. I felt that, man. Stay there with them kids, man. My thing to you, if they, if, if I won't ever be a head coach in my own country, now, I'd have won five world championships outside the United States, but I can't find no place to call home to coach football in my own country. But I'm going to say this to you, Coach Wilhite. Don't ever change. I don't I'm care not. if they pay you a billion dollars. Money is just a credit to somebody's bank account. And when you're dead and gone, it's going to be credited to someone else. So all I'm going to say is, Man, keep doing it for the kids. Stay in your heart. You're going to have the success. I wouldn't be surprised in a few years you'll be a head coach in college football somewhere. I know I'm going to press for you. If I hear anything, you better go down there in South Dakota and get Coach Wilhite. Because that, what you just said, what you would talk to, the parents or a kid that come on the university that right there should be the model for every coach that coaching football. But half of these jokers is about the money. And if you keep it right there about the people, God is going to elevate you. I know, bro, I can hear your voice walking around sometimes talking to God and say, God, I know I could do more. He say, be patient, my son. Your time is coming. And I know what I just told you is correct. I appreciate you, bro. Your time you. is coming. Appreciate you. Kenny, what you got? Nothing, Doc. Hey, that's my guy. I'm going to end on that. Okay. I, well, ain't no need of me saying nothing to that either. That's big bro. So that's big bro. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm yield as well, man. I want to tell you guys, thank you guys. Love, uh, man. man. Love. You guys are, man. Next Love. Monday, if you ain't got nothing to do, we'll be back at the same time, same place, man. Hey, I'm going to tell you like Smokey said. <laughs>